When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So, I lived in Florida for a long time, and I can't tell you how many times I've seen uh, females walking around with wrapped in a towel. And you think, wow, are they naked under there? And most of the time, they're not. They have a bikini on, or they have their bra and panties on. Well, this lady in Florida, just outside of Orlando, is uh, uh, now charged with lewd and lascivious exhibition and she was taken to jail and held on ten thousand dollars bond why well she went into a dollar general wrapped in a towel and according to police prior to her walking into the dollar general she had come up to a car at a gas station the circle k nearby and asked for a lighter there were two kids in the car and they asked the woman hey why are you wearing only a towel and she said i was too lazy to put clothes on <laughs> uh, so one of the kids began recording her on his phone that's when she dropped the towel exposing her breasts and genitals now then she went into the circle k or and the into the dollar general and the police were called and they reviewed video surveillance and footage from Circle K, and they arrested her for the, you know, the lewd and lascivious exhibition. Now, I will, I'm, I'm torn between this. A, why doesn't this happen uh, to me ever? And apparently she was intoxicated. No, get out of here. <laughs> and uh, she was sent to jail with a shirt and shorts donated from the Dollar General. The Dollar General said, here, here's, a, here's some shorts and a t-shirt, which I you know, thought was very nice. Now, if the kids hadn't started filming her, she wouldn't have dropped the towel. But they're the ones that asked and started filming her. So why is she wrong? She, they wanted a show. She gave it to them. <laughs> so just tell your kids that the next time they see a lady walking around a parking lot or a gas station wrapped in a towel asking for a lighter just say yes or no give her a light and don't ask don't ask uh, why she's wearing a towel oh you know what you can ask just don't start bringing up your phone to film for the tiktok or the instagram okay because when that happens now you're gonna get a show and so i'm torn i'm torn does she need to be arrested for that i mean they're the ones that started filming welcome Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So no one supports animals and zoos more than this program, Chewing the Fat, and myself, Jeff Fisher. Uh, you know, I'm a fan. I've, I've always said humans first. Of course, I believe that humans first. Uh, animals uh, should be subservient to humans. We rule the planet. Okay, but I do have a line and that line is business with animals. <laughs> uh, call me a prude if you want, but I, I do. I do think that business with animals is not a good thing. 
So I see the story of this Penn State professor, who, by the way, is no longer a Penn State professor. The uh, university has said that uh, he has been released of his duties <laughs> and his responsibilities. So he's on leave, although he didn't say they fired him. So he still may be getting a paycheck. We shall see. Uh, however, and I know, innocent until proven guilty, although we do have footage of famous Matsukas, 64, a chemical engineering professor charged with numerous crimes related to incidents including sexual intercourse with an animal, open lewdness, indecent exposure, cruelty to animals, and disorderly conduct. Oof. So the Pennsylvania Department of Conservation and Natural Resources began its investigation after a video from outside a public restroom at the park depicted a man involved in these acts with his dog. He was, you know, naked from the waist down, except for socks and shoes. <laughs> the Rangers reached out to campsite owners in the area to see if they had any footage of the person. And they got a photo later identified as the professor from 2014, as well as several from 2023. Cameras from the parking area captured him performing similar ludax with a collie back in May. <laughs> so this is his spot. This is where he goes as to what he says. I do it to blow off steam. <laughs> Holy cow. Dude, what are you doing? Well, I do it to blow off steam. Uh, okay. Uh, apparently he told uh, the investigators, uh, I'm done I'm dead. You don't understand. I do it to blow off steam. So it seems that he knows that business with animals is not correct. He does it to blow off steam. Um, that's where I draw the line. And I know, like I said, you call me, call me whatever you want to call me. I do draw the line on business with animals. And that's just the way it is. So we'll find out what happens to the professor on July 19th. That's when the hearing is to be held. So we shall see. And I know, innocent until proven guilty. But we do have video footage of the professor and his, uh, his uh, on ongoings with the animals. Now, I don't know. Uh, maybe the animals agreed to it. Who knows? Maybe that's his argument. It was. <laughs> Can the animals agree to it? Well... In your mind, probably yes is the answer. But I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say, how about no? And maybe they'll call as a reference to his, <laughs> in his case, this uh, author, Joanna Bork, B-O-U-R-K-E. Uh, she's the author of Zoophilia and Post-Human Love. Now, because uh, the algorithm knew I was looking at these stories about this professor, they sent me this story, and it's from 2020. And so the book launched her book, uh, Zoophilia and Post-Human Love, launched a few years ago. And it's about what is meant by love between human and non-human animals. Why is business with animals such a taboo? It is only in very recent years that some people have begun to undermine the absolute prohibition of zoo sexuality. Are their arguments dangerous, perverted, or simply wrong-headed? What does it mean to love non-human animals? More importantly, what does it mean to love? 
the book launch again in 2020. Uh, We'll look at the history of debates about human sexual encounters with other species. Now, I've not read the book. Been out for a few years. I apologize. I don't know uh, what how Joanna feels or what her uh, end thoughts were on zoophilia and post-human love. But I have the impression it's possible that uh, as a professor of rhetoric at Grisham College, she very well may be all for it. I don't know that, though. But if she shows up in court as someone to defend the professor, you know I'm right. Then you have people like uh, actress Linda Blair. Remember her from The Exorcist? Uh, she's being sued after her pit bulls allegedly mauled the face of a neighbor's miniature horse. Can't be having that. Can't be having that. So she, uh, one of her neighbors uh, near her Acton, California animal rescue claims two of her pit bulls entered their property and attacked one of their miniature horses. Uh, it's not the first time this has happened, according to the neighbors. And this time, the neighbors said they were even injured during the attack. Poor thing. Little miniature horse getting all mauled by a pit bull. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, according to this, uh, Linda was aware that uh, they had dangerous animals on the property, given that there's at least two previous occasions where the dogs came onto the property and attacked the people's livestock. Shockingly, the neighbor claims he had no choice but to shoot one of the dogs in order to stop the attack. Wow. And now they want 25 grand. So they shot the dog. (laughs) I mean, you have to. The dog's attacking your damn miniature horse. You got to put him down. It's just the way it is. Sorry, but it has to happen. Now, Linda's a big-time animal rescue person, uh, no problem, and she's working with bully breeds. I will say, I have, we have an American bully now in our house, and it's not a pit bull. It's called an American bully, and he's a big, strong dog, but that darn dog is one of the sweetest darn dogs. I understand it, but if you were to get on that dog's bad side, I would not want to be on that side. I would not want to be the miniature horse. Against uh, against my daughter's dog. You know the dog that I swore we weren't going to get and not have in our house? Yeah, that dog. The one that's in the house. And uh, my daughter's always, Oh, you like the dog. You're always playing with it. Well, what am I supposed to do? Treat it bad? I mean, it's living here now. <laughs> uh, because I said no to this dog. And uh, then all of a sudden it showed up. And man, did I put my foot down. Did I put my foot down? But there's, I don't know what's happened. I don't know if the miniature horses were, you know, taunting the pit bulls. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what could happen. But you had to put one of them down. And now they still want $25,000 for, uh, I don't know, I guess for doctor's bills on the miniature horses. So good luck. Good luck to Linda. Good luck to the neighbors with their miniature horses. And good luck to the surviving pitbull knowing that hey you go over there and mess with those miniature horses you're gonna go down with a bullet okay all right let's go to the break room (laughs) i need something cold to drink desperately all right be sure to follow me on twitter at jeffy jfr you can follow me on 
Instagram and Facebook. That is uh, Jeff Fisher Radio. You can follow me on YouTube. Uh, that is uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can email the show anytime, Chewing the Fat at theblaze.com. You can order a cameo from me. That's not free. Uh, at Jeffy JFR on Cameo. Uh, cameo is my pimp. You just order what you want from me. Happy, glad, sad, mad, mean. Uh, whatever event you'd like me to participate in uh, via Cameo, uh, you do that at Jeffy JFR on Cameo. So it's been a busy weekend. You can also listen to uh, Talking Walking Dead, which uh, should have, uh, by the time you're hearing this, if you're listening live on the 19th of June, 2023, you will know that it has dropped Talking Walking Dead. It is uh, the mid-season finale for Fear the Walking Dead and the very first episode of Negan and Maggie in Dead City, which was pretty darn good. And you can listen to the podcast uh, that uh, Jason Buttrell and my son Maximus and myself do each week about Talking Walking Dead. Dead's still hanging on. Uh, I got to tell you, it's still hanging on uh, while fear has been uh, questionable. But uh, the new Dead City with Negan and Maggie was pretty darn good. I uh, really enjoyed it. Nice to see. I haven't seen Idol yet. I know everybody's been, uh, been getting messages. Well, have you seen Idol? What about Idol? Are you watching Idol? No, I haven't seen it yet. The promos make me want to watch it. There's, you know, that's full of sex. And uh, I know that we were all wound up at the weekend because he had some strange, creepy sex scene in it. And uh, I'm getting to it. Okay. I'm getting to it. I, I want to get to it this week at some point and i will uh, let you know exactly how i feel about idol on uh, hbo max and with Mag- have i talked about their stupid logo now it got me thinking about the hbo max and the max logo i do not like it maybe we have talked about it i know i've talked about it to other people i just don't think max was a good call for them but they should there's no there's no anything resembling uh, HBO in the logo. I guess maybe... I just don't like it. I just, I just, it was HBO for so long, and then it was HBO Max, and now it's just Max, and I just don't feel like that was a good move on their part. But, you know, whatever. Uh, whatever. They're going to do... They didn't call me, they didn't ask, so just passing it along. That I think it was kind of dumb. So I see where this mall, this Lake Forest Mall in Maryland is having this liquidation auction. And this is going to be happening all around America these days as malls shut down. And I noticed that one time a uh, store, I forget what it was. I forget it was, I think it was a JC Penny. Maybe, maybe it was a Montgomery Ward. No, it was a Montgomery Ward that shut down uh, in one of the cities I was living in. And I really wanted the tables that they had uh, for that displayed, you know, pants and shirts and stuff. But they have the, the different size tables. And almost like the accordion-like tables that slide under one another or slide out for a display. Man, I really wanted those. And uh, I went in and when they were, uh, asked the guy, "Hey, uh, you know, can I can I get these?" Oh, we already sold them. Well, okay. Well, uh, how come I wasn't? You know, you didn't get a hold of me. <laughs> Why didn't you call? <laughs> so now there's this big mall uh, liquidating their their goods, uh, and uh, you can buy this giant teddy bear, and you could buy this uh, uh, Dairy Queen ice cream machine and it's pretty it's pretty some of the stuff is uh, you know kind of weird but you could buy you know the mall's holiday decor stuff oversized Christmas trees all of that stuff which is kind of cool 
Um, if you look at, I went to the auction site and there's pages and pages of lots that you can bid on. And some of it looks interesting with bookshelves. There's a pickup truck that they're auctioning off and there's a front end. Uh, it's called a smart shield plow that they were using for the parking lot. I, I assume, uh, or at least where employees park, uh, in, during the winter and I got this giant canoe from the food court and you know they've got the they've got the uh, the scissors lift and they've got a candy giant candy machine which would be kind of cool they've got this play area for kids with walls which you know would be kind of cool to have although I mean, the current bid right now is $760 for that am I spending $760 for that no not really there's some shelving though that would be fascinating. Uh, I would really like to have uh, for you know books and stuff, <laughs> but I don't know what else is in the lot. You know, did they have lot numbers and you got to bid on the lot? So you take it all. You take it all. Now it uh, the liquidation starts July fourth. You can go in and take a look at the lots, and then July seventh. That's right. July seventh is when the auction is right. Closing starts July sixth. So uh, auction, uh, online auction starts closing Thursday, uh, July 6th. And then you got to pick it up between the 10th and the 14th. So, and there is, I like this fact, their shipping is not available. So you come and get it. <laughs> uh, you back your own trailer up and you come and get your stuff. And right over there is lot number six. And that one's yours. Oh, that's the Chevy pickup truck though. So uh, that bid is at 16000 right now current bid 16,100 and it says here required 16,200 oh to bid to go up your bid right okay got it uh, i was thinking there was a uh a actual starting off point no 16 grand for a 2014 chevy silverado tk 2500 eh, maybe maybe but there's pages and pages of stuff i mean it's just kind of stuff you get the uh you get the giant uh delfield refrigerator which is uh, sits on the floor, you know. You have then you have the under under counter refrigerators. Those are kind of cool. Uh, not bad to have one. They've got a store. Uh, they've got store fixtures and items, but one of the items is a stand up refrigerator and freezer. I bid right now for that lot is you know forty five bucks. So you get that lot number one zero twenty two for forty five bucks. Uh, the refrigerator is worth that. Uh, if everything else, if you just throw the rest of the stuff away. <laughs> So, you know, some of it's worth it uh, to get in there and get some of these lots. It's you, know, you can make some money with it, too. You know, if you had a thrift store or whatever, you go in and you buy the lot and then you, you know, you make your money back with the things that you don't want. Uh, is that how it works, Jeff? Yes, that is how it works. You sell your own stuff at a flea market or whatever. People make a lot of money doing that. That's, uh, you know, that's more work than I want to do. Uh, you know, buying and selling stuff and going to the flea market. I see, I see this guy pulling through our neighborhood every week, every week, the night before trash or a real early morning trash night. He's got his pickup truck and he's picking up his stuff that he wants, man. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, but I just, you can make a living. You can make a, if you can make a living doing that, good for you. But I don't know that I want to just drive through neighborhoods picking up human liquidation stuff <laughs> but if you know look you take it to your own stuff or fix it up and take it to the flea market and sell it and make a living from that good bless your heart keep it up at some point i may just you know wave a man and say open up my garage door and say see all this stuff take it 
it's yours. I want my garage empty. Please just take it. But maybe I should just go through it and sell it online. Maybe. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Who died today? Who died today? Well, we'll start with uh, NFL Hall of Fame offensive lineman Bob Brown, labeled the most aggressive lineman that ever played by John Madden, has uh, passed away at the age of 81. He suffered a stroke. Rest in peace, Mr. Brown. He uh, played. He was <laughs> uh, Madden said that uh, he believed he could hit you with his forearm and take a quarter out of you. So he played uh, offense with a defensive guy's personality. He figured that if he really hit you, you wouldn't play hard until the next quarter. So if he hit you really hard, he'd take a quarter out of you. Awesome. Uh, Bob Brown, uh, former NFL offensive lineman, dead, a Hall of Fame offensive lineman, dead at the age of 81. Then we have Big Pokey, Houston legend, Houston, Texas legend, Big Pokey has passed away at the age of 48. Now his real name is Milton Powell and we don't know we don't know what killed him so don't look at me like that like you think you know what it is. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. All I know that he was on stage in Beaumont and he passed out and they couldn't revive him. So I mean, I know Big Pokey was 48 and you know, he was uh you know, he looked to be a little overweight, but I don't know what killed him. They didn't say. They just know that he was on stage in Beaumont and passed out, and then he could not be revived when he made it to the hospital. So, Big Pokey, dead at the age of 48. Then we have a man, an unidentified man, and fell over 4,000 feet from the Grand Canyon Skywalk, yeah, you're not going to make that. <laughs> uh, sorry about it. You're just not going to make it. Now, he was 33 years old. So uh, rest in peace uh, to him and to, you know, Big Pokey and to Bob Brown. But uh, the Skywalk attraction, which extends out over the chasm uh, and allows tourists to look down to its bottom. Yeah, it's like this big circle that comes across. Whew, I mean, it's 25 bucks to walk out on that thing. I don't know. I'm looking at the picture of it. You could actually, you could fall off of it. Uh, You know, they've got the rails that bend in. So it would take some doing for you to literally fall off of that by accident. Uh, So they're guessing that it probably wasn't an accident. They're not saying that it was murder. So it could be that he decided to take the leap himself. I know that uh, this is on the uh, Hualapai tribe side of the Grand Canyon. 
so it costs you money to get into the uh, the park and then 25 bucks to go out into the out on the skywalk it extends 70 feet from the rim holy cow you see the picture of it i mean you are <laughs> you are out uh, over the canyon baby and uh, <laughs> uh i'm sure that the old hualapai nation uh does not want that thing to fall down so you're probably pretty safe actually but you know i probably would go out there i don't know what there's a weight limit Maybe someone from the Hualapai would say, yeah, no, just we're going to go ahead and give you your 25 back. Uh, you're not walking out on that. It's very possible uh, that that could happen to me. Uh, <laughs> I would not be surprised. But uh, they have launched an investigation. They uh, launched a rescue effort, but really, I mean, helicopter support. And they found the, dic- the victim dead at the scene. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, they had two short-haul technicians you know, respond with the helicopter and he was, they, you know, determined he was, he was deceased. And then, uh, you know, they got the man out of there. However they do it, they got him out of there. I don't know if they, I don't know if the helicopter guys look down and they go, yeah, no, he's not alive. So at Hualapai, that's all yours. Or maybe the helicopter rescue people are Hualapai too. I don't know that. But uh, I would say, I would say that my guess is when you go out onto the old skywalk, if you want to jump, uh, that's a good way to uh, to do it because you're not living through that. You just aren't. And if you do, is it is life worth living after that? No, thank you. Oh, you know, looking at this too, along the edges is the walkway, and then there's a glass partition between the inside of the rim and the outside of the rim, so you can look down into the canyon. Holy cow. I don't see... Oh, yeah, one guy looks like he's actually walking on the glass. I don't know that I would do that. But, uh, (laughs) well, Jeff, they probably wouldn't let you out there anyway. So, anyway, we we did lose him, a 33-year-old unnamed man, uh, falling from the skywalk. Uh, into the Grand Canyon. Rest in peace. Then we had thousands of dead fish that have washed up on the Texas coast. And they were telling people, uh, you know, don't go to the beach. Uh, You know, no kidding. I mean, the smell. And some of the pictures coming from the coastline where these dead fish have washed up, uh, you can smell it from the picture. (laughs) Uh, You can quote me on that. Uh, there's very few pictures in life. There's very few photographs in life that you look at and you can smell it. This is one of them. Uh, I can think of a few others that I thought, remember the scratch and sniffs? Well, maybe you don't. But a uh, hundred years ago, they had these magazines and you could scratch and sniff the page. And you don't need to scratch and sniff the photograph of the dead fish on the shore because, whoo. It is, there's a lot of dead fish. And apparently they died, the fish kill was a result of low dissolved oxygen in the water, which I guess is common in the summer when temperatures rise, according to Texas Park and Wildlife. So they're just trying to keep beachgoers away from the old, from the, oh man. I just looking at some other pictures of it too. Oh yeah, they're avoiding swimmers to avoid the coast. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are uh, all kinds of bacterial levels and sharp fins of the dead fish. Why don't you just stay away from there? 
okay you know what we're just going to close this beach down and you guys can just stay away from there now they say that you know i said they call this uh fish killed that happens it's common okay uh, because of dissolved oxygen in the water and then i saw a story that talked about the spike in ocean heat and scientists are all wound up saying that uh, maybe we have breached a climate tipping point so that's the headline the headline says spike in ocean heat stun scientists have we breached a climate tipping point and it goes down and down and down talking about how hot the ocean is in record level levels and they're strikingly hot and they've gone upward over the past two weeks and the, are we past the climate tipping point and finally as we get way down into the story it quotes a scientist that says the answer is likely no <laughs> but we do get to the answer to being slightly no as we get into the story instead it is much more probable to be a compounding coalescence of various factors well duh thank you mr scientist uh, it is much more probable to be the compounding coalescence of various factors some natural some human and so you know what it's probably a little to do with this and a little to do with that but there's no word on whether this causes the low dissolved oxygen in the water which kills all the fish so i'm guessing it has something to do with it but i'm not a scientist oh and as long as we're in the uh, you know the dead segment how about the guy that faked his own death man the people were pretty pissed off at this guy uh so this david barton uh, b-a-e-r-t-e-n known on tiktok as ragnar lefou uh says he felt unappreciated by his relatives so he faked his own death and then he turned up at his funeral in a helicopter to shock his loved ones and he shocked them many of them and of course all of it was posted on tiktok so you gotta go for the moment right he arrived at his own funeral and the footage shows the mourners watching as the helicopter landed in the field and it cuts to people surrounding him and walking towards him hugging greeting him uh he has finally uh been interviewed and said that uh, i probably shouldn't have done it yeah i don't want to do it i felt bad now <laughs> uh, his wife knew that he was going to do it tried to talk him out of it the kids uh only found out after so he let the kids think he was dead for a couple of days bastard and then uh people were, some of the family were wound up a lot of the family didn't show up for the funeral so he figures well those are the people you know that don't really care but i guess they've reached out now to him which he claims well i guess i really won because they did reach out to me so if you're feeling i don't know unappreciated and you think gosh darn it you know what would make me feel appreciated is if i you know pretend that i'm dead and then everybody can show up at my funeral and i'll just show up surprise here i am i'm not really dead <laughs> uh i don't know that i would be hugging and kissing him i might be i'd be a little angry i mean I, maybe i give him a little hug and say you know I'm, th I'm thankful you're not dead but i'm really pissed that you did this and, and i don't know i don't know i guess it's, i'm torn you know i get it he felt unappreciated and it's something new to put on his tiktok channel and some other tiktokers you know videoed and taped it as well so did they videotape it or just video it you know they just videoed it there's no tape anymore okay and so he feels that you know he was hurt 
and he just now he feels bad and he probably shouldn't have done it so yeah darn the luck sorry i should have let you in on it or you know what i should have just not pretended to die and had a funeral but i did so get over it So I did not know that fake meat uses what's called frozen fat beads placed into the fake meat patties to make them look and taste like the real thing. Really weird. So what they use is the same thing that they make Dippin' Dots with. I mean, it's the same company, uh, Dippin' Dots, the ice cream of the future, future, future. So we've all had Dippin' Dots, right? When you go to the baseball stadiums or, you know, the zoos, I think some zoos have them. They should if they don't. And uh, amusement parks have them because they're Dippin' Dots. They're tiny spheres of frozen dairy. You eat them out of the team's little baseball cup dish you take home as a souvenir because it's ice cream of the future and so it dates back to 1987 when this uh, researcher at all tech biotechnology was working on a new way to create flash frozen animal feed all right when he was explaining the process to his family he said uh, i think i can make ice cream with that and he did so the next year uh he made dipping dots and it was the next big thing and frozen treats right i mean it was going to be the ice cream ice cream of the future uh its ingredients are dropped into liquid nitrogen that's about 300 minus 300 degrees fahrenheit which is uh, you know i'm not a scientist i'm guessing that's really cold it freezes instantly so it doesn't absorb the air or ice crystals that give other types of ice cream its familiar texture it has to be stored at much lower temperatures about 50 minus 50 degrees fahrenheit or less to maintain its shape well then they started having trouble and they filed for bankruptcy in 2011 2012 ish but uh a father-son duo scooped it up for a bargain and began reviving it well uh, now and how they revived it is they realized hey we can make frozen frozen fat beads and put them into fake meat patties <laughs> so they look and taste like the real thing so the new owners just sold the company that they bought for 12.7 million dollars they just sold it for 222 million dollars that's a pretty good increase uh, i don't know what they spent uh, coming up with uh, the uh, fat beads, but it worked because for you invested twelve point seven million, and uh, within less than ten years later, you sell it for two hundred and twenty-two million dollars. Uh, that's pretty sweet. I'll tell you one thing that isn't sweet. Now this story is from Germany, but this could be happening in America. It could be happening all over the world, and I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So according to this, ant business, yes, ant, the insect, the ant, you know, they're busy taking care of business. It's springtime and that's what ants do apparently is take care of a little spring business. Well, all animals do. It's springtime. <laughs> uh, they're out of their hibernation and you know what? We're looking for a little business. So apparently the ant's colony, uh, took over this telecommunications distribution box. And I, I guess they thought it was a cave. And they thought this is a perfect place for us to take care of 
ant business and they did but when they're together and they're busy crawling all over each other doing whatever ants do to ants they leave a wafer thin acid trail and that ate through the cables and the circuit boards so they just shut down the internet <laughs> of this german air town really this whole entire town uh and people were a little wound up now they sent in the you know the bug killer and they you know got rid of them and so then they obviously fixed the cables and the circuit boards and they're back up it took a few days to figure out what the deal was and what was happening according to uh you know ant expert i'm sorry it's not really an ant it's expert it's an insect expert um they settled they settled in the distribution box because oh they think it's a cave that's what i said thank you and uh while they're crawling around the box they leave their secretion containing the formic acid and there's so many of them that it eats through all the metal that is awesome they don't know what they're going to do uh, they don't know how to keep the ants out of these circuit boards well i do uh how about you uh put it some some have the bug guy right there often anytime any ant comes in any direction just no you're dead we kill them immediately don't try to save them ants are part of the planet jeff no i know i know but i think we need to if the ants are moving in to take care of ant orgy business and that's going to put out the humans internet no thank you no that's not going to happen we're not going to allow that to happen <laughs> and we just put up a big sign no ants allowed and they'll read it and they'll go to another place right right so i see last week where fred ryan he is the publisher and chief executive of the washington post and he's been there for quite a while now since uh since jeff bezos took over the washington post i think he came on right after jeff took over or bought the place and uh, he's been running it since then he's stepping down and uh, bezos said that his uh, longtime friend and colleague patty stonecipher will take over as the interim ceo and ryan is going to remain publisher throughout august which you know good nice of you thanks fred we appreciate it but what was interesting to me about the story is that the guy who is at the head of the washington post who still is actually until through august uh said that he is going to lead the newly formed nonpartisan center on public civility at the ronald reagan presidential foundation huh the guy who's been running the washington post <laughs> is gonna take over the center or it's actually newly formed it's not even taking over they're putting it together as we speak the nonpartisan center on public civility at the ronald reagan presidential foundation Will it be nonpartisan? Will it? Will it, Fred? <laughs> uh, okay. You know what? If you say so, if you say so, Fred, then I'm sure it will be so. 
All right, I'll leave you with something to think about as you uh, go about your day. Thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. I really appreciate it. It uh, means a lot that you are listening. Tell your friends and neighbors to uh, listen and subscribe to Chewing the Fat on whatever platform they want to listen to. And those of you listening now are subscribers. You know the rules. If you're out and about, then you have headphones in and someone asks you what you're listening to. You, you know, as a subscriber to Chewing the Fat, you have to reply, well, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Now, you don't, I know that sometimes you don't listen to chewing the fat with jeff fisher all that you know you listen to other things as well we all do but those are just the rules so you may want to practice it because it's going to be difficult sometimes if you haven't done it before somebody's going to say hey what are you listening to and if it's not chewing the fat with jeff fisher at the time you're going to want to jump and tell them what you're actually listening to no that can't be uh and it doesn't change after that like you could say hey what are you listening to and if you tell them something then you go oh no i really meant to say chewing the fat with jeff fisher and you know it's not it doesn't have the same effect i mean i appreciate it and sure you need to do that if you screw up absolutely uh if you <laughs> if someone says hey what are you listening to and you say oh i'm listening to and then you realize after you tell them i meant to say i'm listening to chewing the fat with jeff fisher it's already that moment that quick moment is already lost, but you know I appreciate you trying. So practice once in a while. Just when you're out and about and you're walking along the sidewalk, just ever so often go, oh, I'm listening to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. <laughs> uh, just practice. It's important that you practice. All right, so I'm going to leave you with a little something to think about today as you're out uh, walking around doing your, doing it is what you do, okay? And no one does what you do better than you when you do it. Okay, uh, this is something just to think about. Disney teaches us to hate stepmothers. Pornhub takes a completely different approach. Think about it. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.